Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 from the CJB, the complete Jewish Bible. It says, and without trusting, it is impossible to be well-pleasing to God because whoever approaches him must trust that he does exist and that he becomes a rewarder to those who seek him out. I want to read the same in the BSB, that's the Berean Study Bible. It says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who approaches him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Church, I've been so blessed hearing Pastor Don out his heart about the theme for this year. Breakthroughs extended. It has been both encouraging and challenging, right? It has been a great series. And I have a question for you. What is one thing that has stuck with you from pastor's messages? What is one thing? For me, it was what is hidden in your heart will come out in the testing. What is hidden in your heart will come out in the testing. So I've been asking myself, what scriptures have I hidden now? What scriptures am I preparing now for the testing? And so pastor encourage us that we, as we look towards breakthroughs extended, what we need to do first is repent, right? And he said it meant to turn. And then as we are turning, we are returning somewhere, right? And the two places he told us to return to is to return to the word of God and we return to refuge. And he used a scripture that has been such an anchor for me in this season. He said from Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 22 to 25, he said, for if you carefully keep all these commandments I am giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to hold fast to him, then, then, the Lord will drive out these nations before you and you will dispossess nations greater and stronger than you. Every place where the sole of your feet treads will be yours. Your territory will extend from the wilderness to the Lebanon, from the Euphrates River to the Western Sea. No man will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will put the fear and dread of you upon all the land and wherever you set foot as he has promised you. Man, it's the then for me in that scripture. Then! Now, things change, right? When it then! Okay, wow. Okay, I need to listen. I need to pay my attention. Because he's saying, if you follow, then! What is he saying the then to? God is assuring us that as we return to his commandments, he is promising to extend our territory. God is promising that as we return, there are rewards for returning. Now, just to make sure that we are all in agreement about what this term reward means, I'm going to give you four scenarios and I want you to tell me what you think best defines reward. And if you have the time and if it's possible, Arrange them in order of the strongest 
to the weakest definition, all right? Does that make sense? So you tell me what you think is the strongest definition, and if you have the time and it is possible, try and tally and say this is the strongest to the weakest. Church, this is not a trick question. I'm not trying to trick you all, okay? And, and, and I'm going to ask to, so that, that you please do not check your phones before you get the answer. Is that okay? Is that in order? All right. Reward is the salary or the wage you get at the end of the month or at the end of your contract. That's scenario number one. Scenario number two. The results or the grade you get after an exam that you are well prepared for. We've got that, scenario one, scenario two. Scenario three, the lollipop you give your child for being obedient after leaving them home all day. Scenario three, which best defines reward? Or scenario four, the shopping you get paid for for being the 100th customer of the day when you go for shopping. But has, has, this, has this ever happened to anyone? Have you, has anyone ever received that? You're the 100th customer. I've only seen it. I've never been part of it. If you have, please uh, come give tips on how to become that. Four scenarios. Which one do you think it is? Which one do you think best defines reward? Shall I read them again? Number one, the salary or the wage you get at the end of the month or the end of a contract. The results or grade you get after an exam that you are well prepared for. The lollipop you give your child for being obedient after leaving them home all day. And the shopping you get paid for for being the 100th customer of the day. All right. Are you ready for the answers? Remember that then, 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 if I follow, then. God's promising us if we follow some instructions, there will be some rewards for returning. According to the dictionary, that's the definition, let's start with the dictionary. Reward is something given or received in return or recompense for service, merit, hardship, etc., etc., etc. Or again, a reward is something you get for a job well done. Is your definition still intact? Is your definition correct so far? You're still good? Okay. Let me see if I lose more people. So are there some people who have already lost? The people who said what? Lollipop. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Even shopping, you're out. <laughs> Let's see. According to the scriptures, the word reward used in Hebrews 11.6, that... 11.6, that he rewards those who diligently seek him, is the Greek word, mistos. And it is also the Hebrew word, sakar. And they both mean wages. How many of you did not get it? Like, how many, oh, let me ask it like this. How many of you got it right? That it is actually the wages. I love that. Now, listen. The word reward used here is not a happenstance. Like the shopping you win. Nor is it a token for going the extra mile. Because you are obedient all day, now I can get you a lollipop. Nor is it the price for passing your exams. 
I don't know even of you who are number one in primary school and you got a trophy. Uh, some of us got sets. Some of us got karatasi books and there were three of them. And you, or better yet, the box of crayons. If you got the box of crayons, you are a bright person in school. It's not the prize. The reward is not the prize you get. Actually, it's closer to the grade you get after you carefully and intentionally study for the exams. And even though all these are types of rewards, the strongest definition in this context is the wage you get at the end of the contract. So church, let's get into the rewards of returning. And that's what we'll be talking about. Last year, Kalienda Sana, Wacha Karudi, Karudi Sasa. The reward is an agreement that the Lord has set up for us and upon our consistent obedience to return to repent, to return to the word, to return to the refuge, we should be expectant that he will be faithful to meet his end of the agreement. Verse 6 says, anyone who approaches him must believe that he exists and that he rewards, he pays as a wage those who earnestly seek him. You can be expectant that if you did, then you should expect. Then there's a, there's a, there's a reward after that. Church, we can be encouraged in this, that the effort you're making to return to him that the effort you're making to diligently seek him, that the effort you're making to follow the right path, that you have a God who knows how to keep his word and his promises. I can be assured of that. That my God will keep the end of his bargain. So even as I choose to take breakthroughs extended this year and I will return and I will do what I know to do, as I obey him, I can be assured that he will keep the end of his bargain. He will fulfill his promise. If I diligently seek him, the Bible says he will reward me. So let me ask, what are some of the features of this reward? What are some of the features? What are some of the aspects of this reward? How does this reward look? Feature number one. He is the reward and he is the rewarder. That's my number one feature. If we can finish there, I feel like I have shared. Genesis 15.1 says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Not only did he say you will have a great reward, he said, I am your reward. Church, if there is anything we should all work hard to find, to find reward in, it is the presence of the Lord in our lives. You know why? Since according to Galatians, we are heirs of the Abrahamic covenant. We can say of ourselves, he is our exceeding great reward. 
God's presence in our life is the highest. It's the greatest. It's the most important. It's the most sufficient reward we should expect as we return. That should be what I'm aiming at. You know, church, so often we think of rewards as things, right? The car, the house, the promotion, the grades, the spouse. And, and to be honest, there's nothing wrong with wanting these things. And they, and they can be types of rewards. But ultimately, church, ultimately, it is the intangible things that God gives us that we should start recognizing as God's reward. You know, next week we'll be getting into a little bit more of this. But one reward of returning to repentance, would you want to like, like to know that? Confidence. There's nothing more em emboldening than knowing that you are in right standing with God. What about one reward of returning to reading the word? Mm. One reward, clarity. I don't have to blindly guess what the will of God is. I know it. And what about one reward of returning to the refuge? Safety. Pastor already said this. That I am better protected from the enemy when I'm surrounded by others. Now, as we wait for some of the tangible, the physical, the earthly rewards, don't ever lose sight of what God is constantly giving you. Never lose sight. Never lose sight that he is with you, that he is for you. He is surrounding you. He is fighting for you. He is love. He is mercy. He is peace. He is goodness. All the things we want to attain, he already is. But not only is he the reward, he is also the rewarder. As Hebrews 11.6 said, and without trusting it is impossible to be well-pleasing to God because whoever approaches him must trust that he does exist and that he becomes a rewarder of those who seek him out. He is a rewarder of those. He becomes a rewarder of those who seek him out. Now, y'all, so I decided, let me go and do an etymology of that word, wages. An etymology is the study of the history of the word. I need water after saying that. The etymology... How do you say, is that etymology or etymology? Or etymology. Etymology. Anyway, the study of the history of the word wage, if you really find out where it came from, that word wage means pledge. That word wage used for reward, it means pledge. Or better yet, it means to redeem a pledge. Now, church, be, before I was a pastor, I, I did many other things. And early on in our marriage, I got, uh, I was called for uh, an interview and I joined an IT company. I actually studied IT in, in, in university. So I go into the IT company and I am a project manager. Yeah! 
However, it was just a title. Because at some point, uh, we, we were a bit worried because you didn't know if you'd get your wages at the end of the month. So we would leave by day, hopefully by day, and then after the week, then after two weeks, then after three weeks, then after four months, then nothing comes, then we say, let's wait for next month. It was very unnerving. I wasn't sure of, should I stay here or should I go? Can I tell you something? I am so glad, I am so privileged, I am so thankful for the employers I have right now because I know for a fact at the end of the month I will pay my rent. I am grateful for the place I have because I am certain of it. I am confident. I wasn't confident in that project management job. Numbers 23.19 says, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Church, I was unsure at that job. I am not unsure of my God. I am not worried about my wages when he says my reward. I am not worried because I know who he is. God has put the obligation on himself to ensure that he will meet his end of the contract. He has put himself under that obligation. You did not ask God to be, to, to, for him to be a rewarder. He's the one who said of himself, I will be your rewarder. We can trust that our rewarder will always, will always fulfill his promise and he will always redeem his pledge. He will always redeem his pledge. Feature number two. Feature number one, he is my reward and he is your rewarder. Feature number two, there is no end to the reward. <laughs> Mark chapter 10 verse 30 from the CJB, Jesus promises that we will receive a hundred times over now in the Olam, in the Olam Hazay Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and lands with persecutions. And in the Olam Haba, in the eternal life. Those two words are just big words. Olam Hazeh means present time. And Olam Haba means the time to come. You just understand it different when you hear it from the Hebrew tongue. The time, the present age, and in the age to come. We can be confident that the rewards of returning are not just for this present age but they are also for eternity. <laughs> Church, you don't stop on the 18th of the month because the wage has taken long to appear in your account. Right? You will only get the full wage upon successful completion of the, con of the monthly contract. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 says, make every effort to add to your faith virtue and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. If you practice these things, you will never stumble. And here is the clincher, verse 11 says, and you will receive a lavish reception into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
If we look at this scripture, attaining these qualities is the work we should be doing, right? This is our job description, as it were. And interestingly, all of these qualities can be developed through consistent repentance, through returning to the word of God, and through relationship in the refuge. Don't lose sight of the lavish reception that you will receive when your work has been faithfully completed. Because you will. His reward is not just for now. His reward is for until eternity. Until eternity. Don't be impatient and do not give up. Can I tell you why? Revelation chapter 22 verse 12 says, Behold, I am coming soon and my reward is with me to give each one according to what he has done. Do not quit on the 18th of the month because it's too far. Stay the course. Finish it. Because at the end, there is a reward. And he is a sure God. He's a sure bet that he will make it. Matthew Henry says it this way. He says, cast not away your confidence because God defers his performances. He continues to say, that which does not come in your time will be hastened in his time, which is the more convenient season. God will work when he pleases, how he pleases, and by what means he pleases. He is not bound to keep our time, but he will perform his word. He will honor our faith, and he will reward them that diligently seek him. He will. He is faithful. We can be sure of that reward. And the last feature of the reward, according to uh, Hebrews 11.6, is that the reward is an addition. The reward is an addition. Church, in an ideal world, you want to wake up each morning to a job that you love and are passionate about, right? Like, like us. Every employer desires to have employees who have bought into the vision and who are committed to see the growth of the enterprise. Every employer wants employees who are not just in it for the rewards. Not just in it for the paycheck. Not just in it for the end of the month. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Church, think of the rewards not as the main objective, but as a crucial addition. God wants us seeking his kingdom first, loving his mission first, buying into his vision first, enjoying his presence first, and then, all these things will be added unto us. You know, in our Christian walk, the rewards should not be our primary focus, right? We are not depending on our works and subsequent rewards to earn us eternal life. We are wholly reliant on the grace of God and the gift of God through Jesus Christ who died for us. What we are living on is the free gift that God gave us on the cross. 
There is nothing we can do to earn eternal life. However, there is something extra to be accessed in this walk of faith. We can all access it. Why? Because he has told us to access it. If you will diligently seek him, he will become a rewarder for you. He will become a rewarder for me. Church, how I pray that you've heard me today. And I don't know if there's still a question lingering. I don't know if this has left you pondering this question. What are some of those rewards I should be expecting, right? So, so, so Pastor Fights, what are those rewards, right? Church, it's a great question. Come find out next week. <laughs> I don't know if you're like me, but I started off the year quite discouraged because there are some things my wife and I had believed for at the end of the year, but they didn't end up transpiring. And at the beginning of the year, I was a bit disappointed, thinking, where am I? How am I going to do this? But the Lord who is faithful, during the time of prayer and fasting, turned my heart around, turned my spirit around. We still haven't received it yet, but that's not what it's about. What I have received now, he has become my reward. And so if you are discouraged today, I'm going to ask you to return to him because he promises to be your reward. Or maybe you already gave up. Last year you're like, no, this, this ain't working, has not worked. You know what? I'm just going to sit back. And then you had this year's breakthroughs extended and you are all the more disappointed. Like I'd already given up. You're asking me to start again? Yes. There is a reward for those who diligently seek him. He's a faithful God. Or maybe you're here and you're like, man, last year was awesome. Lord, are you sure we can still do this? Are you sure I can still go for the extended? Yes. Don't stop. Be encouraged. There is more to receive in God. I want to finish by quoting J.C. Ryle. He says, let us remember there is one who daily records all we do for him. And he sees more beauty in his servant's work than his servants do themselves. He then shall his faithful witnesses discover to their wonder and surprise that there never was a word spoken on their master's behalf which does not receive a reward. What it's basically saying is nothing goes past this God of ours. There is a reward. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That Lord, you've already given us the best gift. You didn't have to give us any more. But Lord, even as your people once again, 
look to you. Oh, how I pray, Lord, that they will see the more. They will see the extended. And God, you're still not done. And according to Hebrews 11:6, Lord, you are a rewarder of those who will diligently seek you. You have promised. You have made it your obligation. So God, I ask you for those, my God, who will extend their hearts today and say, Lord, I may have been disappointed, but I'll try again. Lord, I pray that you strengthen them. For those who had given up, God, I pray today they'll say, oh, you know what? I'm going to start again. And for those who already are seeing the breakthroughs, they will say there is more and there is more. For God, you are a rewarder. You become a rewarder for those who diligently seek you. Bless your people. Bless your people as they go out this week and seek my God to be diligent in following after you in Jesus' name. Church, you are released. Have a great, great week. Seek the rewarder. He is diligent in Jesus' name.